Well, hello, my wonderful friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I want to congratulate everybody for continuing to get the truth out there. It appears we are definitely making a difference along with everyone that's actually speaking what's really going on. And thank you again for the support of Health Masters. And be sure to check out the webpage. I just got a new formula in stock, ready to roll this week. It should be here probably either today or tomorrow. I've had a lot of requests over the last couple months that people have been starting to travel again and wanting to be able to take you know a few different products that they really like and need in Ziploc bags or smaller bottles and basically try to downsize when they're going on trips and not bring a whole bag of supplements. I totally get that. I do that as well. And so we have rolled out the magnesium brain food capsules just as another option for individuals who don't want to use the powder and can't basically bring that with you on a plane or train or automobile or want to save basically space. The capsules are very convenient. So we'll have both of those options, the powder and the capsules in the introductory pre-sale price of the capsules. I'm running in at $39.95. So everybody can get an option to try them out and see which option you like better and give me feedback. Because I always like to know because I've tried to listen to everybody, what people want, and we try to manufacture the highest quality supplements in the world. So be sure to check that out at the website, the Magnesium Brain Food Capsules right now on sale along with the Ultimate Multiple capsules on the May Super Sale. And as I said earlier, congratulations to everybody. This is a small win. However, I don't think the fight is anywhere near from over, but it appears now that DHS has come out because they have gotten under so much scrutiny. And again, the algorithms all across the board from left to right to middle everywhere have absolutely eviscerated them over their misinformation ministry board, or as I called it, the ministry of truth. They have now decided to pause their disinformation governance board. And of course, the TikTok queen clown, basically Nina Jankovic, has now resigned immediately the day after, as she has basically stated that she is irate that they have allowed disinformation to calm down and get rid of the disinformation board. <laughs> this is so funny. And I was reading about it. Essentially what's happened is now it's not just been right or conservative or patriot or libertarians. It's even been a handful, a numerous handful of liberals, even those in politics, who have been condemning this disinformation governance board ever since Homeland Security brought it up three weeks ago. And, of course, Nina, if you guys have seen, she has been pretty much the butt of every single joke and meme over the last three weeks, considering what her past has been with TikTok and having zero credentials or credibility to even run an agency like this, a board like this, much less the fact that a board like this cannot and should not legally and essentially cannot ever exist in a constitutional republic because it is diametrically opposed to the First Amendment, period. It's illegal. It is completely illegal and unconstitutional to even bring about a board like this that comes in and starts telling you what can and can't be said online, in emails, on text, on social media, all across the board. And then she made herself look like a complete and total bigger buffoon last week when she said she wants to have the ability to go into Twitter and start changing 
people's tweets by verified individuals. And she said, by verified, I mean myself and others that I appoint to go in and change individual tweets to make sure that they are politically correct and that there are no misinformation in those tweets. So I'm deeming myself czar to go in and start changing social media platform tweets and comments and texts and posts along with whoever else I deem. And I think that one really got a lot of people's attention. It was funny. When this rolled out with Homeland Security, if you guys remember, right after this rolled out from Homeland Security is right when the uh, basically Supreme Court abortion leak came out. And so they immediately, immediately turned the narrative on the abortion leak and completely and totally ignored what Homeland Security just said they were rolling out. But apparently it was not enough. I even saw the other day, I don't remember what social media it was, but it said it, Ministry of Truth hashtag was trending for like thirty or 40,000 posts. Most people don't even know what that reference is to, the 1984 George Orwell. This is ironic that people have been hashtagging that and people have been putting this out there. But again, it shows you exactly what Dad and I have said. They watch the algorithms and see what people are willing to accept, how far they're willing to be controlled, and how long they're going to accept it for. And this obviously got pretty much zero support, even from the liberal side of things, which again shows you how much power the 330 million people have in this country and why I have told you before, if something is deemed illegal and it's unconstitutional, there is no reason that it has to be abided by. If it violates the direct constitution, it violates other laws, there's no reason that it should ever be followed under any circumstances. In fact, it should be your duty not to follow it. When you start having arbitrary rules come in and say, oh, we're deeming now you no longer can keep your business open because, well, we said it because we deem you're not, you're not essential. But, but you know, the, the Sam's Club next door to you, right next door, they're, they're essential. So they can stay open, but you know, you, you can't stay open because we said you can't stay open. These are certain things that can never be followed under any circumstances whatsoever. And COVID pandemic gave us a firsthand real world experience of what happens when people comply with illegal, unconstitutional, tyrannical mandates that have no basis in reality. We saw that again with the Florida judge that finally stepped in, took long enough, but finally stepped in and ruled that the CDC did not have any legal precedent to come in and force people to wear masks on planes and use the FCC or excuse me, the FAA as their henchmen to try to force people to wear muzzles everywhere they traveled. There was no legal precedent at all. The CDC did not have the legal standings to do it. They are not an enforcement branch, but yet people still continue to do it for so long. I have encouraged everybody. There's going to be some things that start to happen this year, and they are going to try to do the COVID pandemic 2.0. It probably won't be COVID because that's already pretty much – most people have already realized this whole thing has been more of a mutated aggressive flu. Yesterday, Dad and I stopped by a store, and we were looking at some DVDs some on sale they had. They were like super, super cheap, like pawn, stop, pawn, star, uh, pawn shop prices, some good movies they had, and people are basically dumping their DVDs left and right because everybody's going to streaming. And I've told everybody there's a real problem with this because in the next couple of years, if you start seeing like this ministry of truth, so to speak, start taking over a lot of these streaming platforms, which they already have, 
people aren't going to be able to watch old school movies that were halfway decent, like Swiss Family Robinson or old John Wayne films. They're just going to start saying those videos are verboten. They, they're, they're politically incorrect. We're not allowed to put those on our streaming devices, or they're going to charge some absorbent price to try to rent them. Like Amazon Prime does. I've seen some stuff on that people have sent me. You know, $10, $15 to buy a movie on Amazon Prime. Are you joking me? You kidding me? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And then you got Netflix, which I don't support, and I don't expect anybody to support at all anymore what they have done. Last time I was on Netflix, they, all they had was crap. It was total perverted filth. There were no decent films on there at all. And everything Netflix produces now, they got to put a hardcore homosexual presence in it. Or at the very least, they got to throw transgenderism in it and a bunch of woke crap. That's what they do. That's why they're trying to get everybody away from having and owning movies. They want to make sure the only option you have to watch films is the filth and perversion that they put in front of you, and that's the only option you have. But it was interesting going back to what we were saying, one of the guys working there, real cool guy. His name was Tony. He was talking to us, helping us out, and we're talking to him for a while. And we started talking about what was going on. We started talking to him about the show, and he's like, man, he's like, I like where you guys are going with this. I said, well, did you get, did you get the shot? He goes, absolutely not. I didn't get the shot. He said, I got COVID. He said, I felt like I was going to die for a couple days. He's like, I didn't really know what to do. He's like, I felt super sick. And he goes, you know when it was crazy and I realized the whole thing was a complete and total lie? He said, when I was starting to recover and I started to get better, and the first thing they did when I talked to the doctor is they told me I needed to get the shot immediately and I needed to get my Pfizer COVID shot. And he said, why would I get the COVID shot? I just recovered from COVID. Then I told him the same thing that I've told everybody. I said, it's the same concept if you got measles, but then somebody came to you a week after you got measles and said, hey, you need to get the measles vaccine now. The answer anybody would have said two years ago would have been, no, why would I get a measles injection? I just got natural immunity to measles. Why in the world would I go get an RNA experimental shot? And I started talking to him about people that are getting sick, and he was right. He knew exactly about a lot of the stuff. And as we're starting to see this happen more and more and more across the board, they are going to do everything they can to control the narrative and downplay what's happening with this shot and continue to roll out more lies, more fear, more propaganda to try to control the masses to make everybody think the only option you ever have is to continually get a shot for the rest of your life, which, again, as we know, is a complete and total lie. I talked earlier this week about the statistical numbers that were coming out showing what was going on. I've completely – I've repeated this repeatedly. The Expose News Now, another article is coming out tying into this. They're saying the official figures in the UK Office for National Statistics show deaths per 100,000 among double-vaccinated 18 to 39-year-olds were on average 91% higher on death rates than 100,000 among unvaccinated 13 to 19-year-olds between 2021 and January 2022. So they have a one-year research study. It means it's no longer able to be denied that the COVID shots are deadly because even the official government figures are posting now this. And he goes on to say what they were talking about on the table was that when you look at the table, and there's a lot of data on this, on monthly age standardized mortality rates by vaccination status by age group of all deaths in England. What immediately catches your eye when you look at this data is the mortality rate per 100,000 people years among 18 to 13, 19 year olds. So they take 100,000 people, 18 to 19 year olds, double vaccinated from January 21 to January 22. 
The figures show the death rate among the unvaccinated in the same month is 67.7 deaths per 100,000 people. The death rate among vaccinated of 18 to 39 year olds per 100,000 people is 119.9 deaths per 100,000. This is a 91% increase in the same type of group in the same age group, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. The numbers don't lie anymore, guys. So at very best, at the very best, you have a vaccine that doesn't work at all and people are still dying. That, that's the best explanation they have. The very worst explanation is that this shot is killing people left and right, which I think everybody started to figure out. I saw a tweet somebody sent me yesterday from a lady named CM Bowling. And she put out, she said, in light of the FDA's approval of booster shots for children, which is insane, here's my brief story. I'm a 31, or I was a 39-year-old avid hiker, biker, traveler. I received the Pfizer booster, the third shot, January 15, 2021. That was the last normal day of my life. I have not been able to walk more than 80 feet since that day. Hashtag FDA. Here's my story. And the whole conversation goes on Twitter. There's like 800 comments on this. And it goes into detail. Uh, she got the third booster shot and has basically had all these health problems down. Out of breath. All kinds of problems with her heart. All types of issues with her blood pressure. Everything. And we're seeing this happen over and over and over again. And yet the mainstream media is silent. The only thing they want everybody to do now is go out and get their fourth booster shot and continue to promote this. While you've got Borla, the CEO of Pfizer, telling everybody now that COVID's here to stay and that everybody just needs to get their COVID booster with their flu booster once a year now at the end of the year. That now they're working on a combined flu and COVID shot they're going to try to put together, which is absolutely insanity when you actually look at the VAERS reporting system on how dangerous this shot is, the fact that now you're going to tell people they need to get it once a year, every year for the rest of their lives, I really, really hope a lot of America is starting to wake up. And if you did make the mistake of getting the shot, you don't continually make the same mistake over and over and over again. Because I've talked to a lot of people that I've helped, you know, GHI cleanse with the chelation therapy, the magnesium brain food with the CoQ10 and the vitamin E, all specific nutrients that can help work together to detox your body in some ways. But the thing you have to do, you have to start making, you have to start making better decisions and not doing the same thing over and over and over again. You can't keep putting the same thing in your body and wondering why you keep getting sick. The same thing goes with diet. I talk to people about all the time. If you're wanting to lose weight, if you're wanting to get in better shape, if you're wanting to have better stamina, you can't keep doing the same thing you're doing. Now, again, like Dad said yesterday, occasionally it, there's nothing wrong with having a good cheat meal or going out and having some good food that basically, you know, like a big old double cheeseburger at a gourmet restaurant or something like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But going out and eating that food 95% of the time, absolutely not. It needs to be like the 90-10 rule. 90% of the time you eat clean, 10% of the time you eat some good junk food that you really want to eat. There's really, if you're in shape and you're taking care of yourself and you're taking supplements, I get it. There's nothing better than a big old ice cream sundae sometimes with a brownie. I'm not going to lie. I've done it on occasion, but I can't eat ice cream all the time. A, it's not good for your blood viscosity at all. B, it's not good for body composition. It makes you put on body fat like none other. And C, it's just not overall healthy for you eating that type of dairy. So there's no real health benefits at all in eating that junk food. There's only negatives. But if you eat it on a rare occasion, you can get away with it, especially if you're exercising, eating clean, and taking the right supplements. The difference is with this shot, 
there is no doing it on a rare occasion. It is 100% negative every single time I've talked to somebody that has gotten this shot, and it continues to get worse, it seems, as the boosters increase. Just wanted to get that information out there as we're starting to see now this push for more and more restrictions on what we can say for free speech. But I am glad to see the DHS has put this on pause for right now. I'm sure until they can get more positive feedback and figure out how to control the algorithms from people being able to talk negatively about the ministry of truth, Dad. <laughs> what do you think? Well, it's shows like this that stopped it. It really is. I mean, even Fox came out against this. I mean, you can't have, you know, information board, especially some TikTok weirdo running it who now is unbelievably mad and saying that she wanted to be doing all these things. I mean, she's a sicko. She's a pervert. She's a weirdo. And the sad part about all of this stuff is that the American population in aggregate doesn't really care. I mean, they really don't. I mean, you're probably 15, 20, 30 percent of the population said no to this. The other 70 percent don't even know what happened. <laughs> They're not even aware of it. They never even knew what happened. And, and you, you ask them questions about them, they'll be like, what are you talking about? You know, it's just like you, when you ask these college kids these questions and they, they can't tell you who the first president of the United States was or, you know, what World War One was or World War Two was or what the Civil War was. They don't have any idea. They're, we're talking college children and college students, you know, adults, and they have no idea what's going on because the information lies and the propaganda lies have been so absolute that it has brainwashed this entire group of kids that have come up now that all they care about is being on TikTok or playing, you know, Call of Duty or playing some other Internet game or watching pornography or whatever they're doing, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning on their iPhones when you're thinking that they're sleeping in their room. Just thought I'd mention that. Quick comment on that. My kids, when they were young, everybody had to put the iPhones in our bedroom turned off at night, period, period iPads, iPhones, everything went in our bedroom, doors locked, we went to bed, that's it. Nobody needs to be on the phone at 2, 3 in the morning. Now, you run into a problem when you get 18, 19, 20-year-old kids that are in school living with you, and they want to have their authority to do whatever they want to do and live their lives sleeping all day and staying up all night on their phones, which is ludicrous, but that happens too. Uh, yesterday, I was getting my teeth cleaned. A little personal information you guys probably don't want to know. And I was there talking to the doctor, and suddenly one of the nurses walk in, and she goes, I need to get my phone. And I said, oh, okay. So she grabs her phone. It's in a basket behind the doctor's desk, and she leaves. And I said to him, I said, you take your phones away from your employees? He goes, yep, I had enough of it. <laughs> because every day they come to work, the telephones come in my office. If they want to come in and check it during their break or check it during lunch, I have no problem with it. But not going to sit on the phones all day on payroll. And I looked at him. I said, well done. And I've had the same conversation with my staff. I don't want to see them on their personal telephones when, you know, they're basically working for me and I'm paying them by the hour. Now, let me say something very quickly so you guys get this, especially young guys if you don't understand this. Well, I only do it for four or five minutes, you know, four or five times a day. All right. Well, it's half an hour a day. Well, if they're paying you $10 an hour or $20 an hour, whatever you're getting paid, you know, you're taking half an hour of that away. So you're taking that money away from your employer and not doing the work while you're on your telephone. You know, the other day I had a lady over here. She was doing some housekeeping for us, and she's on her phone like 20, 30 minutes. And finally I said to her, I said, you know, we're paying you by the hour. You're on your phone. What do you mean? I said, you're on your phone. Well, I don't understand what you're saying. You're on your telephone, and I'm paying you by the hour. Well, what does that have to do with me working? And I said, you're not working. You're standing on the phone while I'm talking to my husband. I said, I don't care who you're talking to. Is it an emergency? No. And I said, look, I said, I'm not trying to be mean. I said, but you need to leave the telephone in your car when you work for me. What do you mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what's wrong with her brain? I'm telling her what I mean. 
And finally, I looked at her and I said, look, if you want to work here, leave your telephone in the car. If you don't, leave. Clock out. You don't have to work here anymore. It's okay. I don't mind. Whatever you want to do. Well, are you are you upset with me? I said, no, I'm not upset with you. I just don't want you on your telephone. It's the social media influence in our lives that has completely and totally destroyed this younger generation. And, and that's why Austin was saying, you know, you have all these people, they just want to believe the lie. They don't know the truth because the truth will set them free or light has come into the world, but they prefer the darkness. They'd rather go on their porn sites at night. They'd rather do the things that they do on their telephones in the middle of the night. And this is the problem that you have with the younger generation. And this is why they're embracing communism. They don't want to work. They don't want to work at all. They want to just lay around the house all day and, and get free government stuff. This is what the problem was I told you guys when they started giving out these free checks to everybody a few years ago with COVID. It makes these people – and then they told them they can't be evicted from their houses. So you stop people from getting evicted. You give them free money, and suddenly you wonder why nobody wants to work anymore, why everybody wants to lay around. And you think, wow. And here I am, 66 years old, almost 67, and, you know, and I work five, six, seven hours a day just show prepping today for today's show. I always do this because I don't know how to sit back and not work. I don't want to retire. I've done that. It's awful. I want to be in the middle of God's perfect will for my life. And see, I guess it's, I guess it's that European work ethic. They used to call it the Protestant work ethic when I was in college 40 years ago, 42 years ago in the MBA program. They used to call it the Protestant work ethic. They don't call it that anymore. They kind of took the whole work ethic thing out. They don't want you to think there was a work ethic. Well, there was a work ethic. The Bible says that if you don't work, you don't eat. It also says work is, work, do your work is unto the Lord, basically because you're bringing honor and glory to God in what you do in your work. For some reason, the kids don't get that nowadays, and the generation from about 30 years of age and down doesn't get that. Austin's one of the last ones who was able to be raised without pretty much any social media until he was 16, 17 years old, and you know he was able to learn how to work and do what he needs to do. And so, and we've done that the best we can with our other children, and three out of four of them have figured that out. But a lot of people just don't ever get it. They don't ever get what's happening. So, you know. The social media is a double-edged sword. Let me give you some examples here. Right now, we know that Klaus Schwab is having his big Davos meeting again. Well, this is the pervert who walks on the beach in a bridal gown, lace, lace bridal gown, uh, basically pretty much nude. You know, you've seen the pictures of it, and I was told by Jeff Rents those pictures are real. And so this is that pervert, right? Well, the Swiss military is giving Schwab now 5,000 troops and a no-fly zone for this year's Davos summit. Why is that? Because of shows like this, because we call out this Kabbalist weirdo pervert for what he is, Kabbalist weirdo sex death cult pervert. And so they don't want people coming in with this World Economic Forum now and protesting it and, I guess, doing harm to these weirdos that are attending. The Swiss government will deploy as many as 5,000 military personnel to support local police. Air Force jets will again circle above to enforce a no-fly zone. The Geneva-based World Economic Forum says the meeting will bring together more than 2,000 leaders Wow, and experts from around the world, somewhat smaller than some past meetings. No government or corporate bigwigs from Russia are invited because of the Ukraine war. You know, Think about this. You know, he's the same guy who said that this, this COVID pandemic has provided this unique opportunity to change the world and to reset everything, and he's on his full skids ready to do that now. And, and you know, it's also another thing, too. Austin and I were talking – Austin and I talked, mentioned earlier about we had gone to the pawn shop to buy some DVDs, and people everywhere, including this really one cool kid who worked at the pawn shop, pawn shop are finally realizing what a lie this whole COVID thing is. Now they're talking about monkeypox. And all the other things that are happening out there. You know, I'm not going to really talk about that because they're going to come up with some other name of something else 
just to try to cause problems, uh, you know, and cause, you know, you to be compliant again. But you guys aren't going to do that because you listen to this show. It's like I just said, there was another big article from Drudge, and it was talking about toxoplasmosis again and how it increases the sexuality of certain individuals. It's like making it a positive thing. It was the weirdest thing you've ever seen. Toxoplasmosis is a cat brain parasite that infects human beings. It comes from the feces of cats. It's not a good thing, okay? It goes into your brain, and it starts controlling behavioral patterns. It's been linked to schizophrenia and a lot of other things. They call them the crazy cat women, remember? They get all weird. They've got 40 or 50 cats running around their house. They've been infected with this parasite. And what it does, and it's been shown with mice, if a mouse basically eats cat feces and gets infected with toxoplasmosis, he no longer is afraid of a cat. The mouse is not. He wants to go look for you know, cat feces all the time, and he doesn't run away when a cat shows up and the cat gets to eat them. That's how it works. Okay? The same thing is true with human beings. When they get infected with toxoplasmosis, they basically start having irregular behavioral patterns, and they start craving and liking the smell of cat urine. You can't make it up. Kid you not. So you get these crazy cat ladies. You walk into their house, and the urea hits you like a dog on, you know, ten pound hammer upside the head. You go, whoa! I can't even go in there. It smells too bad, and they live in it. It doesn't bother them. So that's a problem that women who are infected and men who are infected with this toxoplasmosis have. Now here's the irony of this: ivermectin supposedly is one of the cures for toxoplasmosis. And they won't let anybody even talk about ivermectin. Now they're saying that ivermectin, because of what it does with parasitical action, is one of the treatment protocols that can be used for cancer. I'm not recommending that, but I'm just telling you what I've been reading. And also, it has to deal with homosexuality and impulse control and all kinds of other things with this cat brain parasite. So why are they so against people taking ivermectin when so many people on the planet take it all the time for parasitical infections? I don't know. You can do your own math on that. But the whole thing about it is, is that I've been realizing over the years that all of this stuff was brought to us again by the Frankfurt School. I would, I've talked about Gloria Steinem before. I'm going to go ahead and talk to you a little bit more information on her today. Gloria Steinem was basically used by the CIA to bring feminism and to destabilize society through the Frankfurt School. Remember Gloria Steinem is the one who said, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, by the way, but it's just ridiculous. I mean, that's how she felt. Well, she was a full CIA operative. In the 1960s, the elite media, they're not the elite, they're the Kabbalist cult, Luciferian sex death cult, they invented a second wave of feminism as part of the quote-unquote agenda to dismantle civilization and create a new world order. Before she became a feminist, the Gloria Steinem worked for the CIA spying on Marxist students in Europe and disrupting their meetings. She became a media darling due to her CIA connections. MS Magazine, which she edited for many years, was directly funded by the CIA. People don't get this. In 1958, Steinem was recruited by the CIA's Cord Myers to direct an informal group of activists called the Independent Research Service. This is part of Myers' Congress for Cultural Freedom, which created magazines like Encounter and the Partisan Review to promote left liberal chick to oppose Marxism. Steinem attended communist-sponsored youth festivals in Europe published a newspaper and reported on other participants and helped to provoke riots. This is Gloria Steinem. And this ag the agenda of the sex death cult is to degrade the institutions and the values of the United States and around the world in order to integrate the U.S. into a global state that it will direct through the United Nations and through the World Health Organization. However, in 1947, the founding charter of the CIA prohibited it from engaging in domestic activities. However, this has never stopped it from waging a psychological war on the American people. The domestic counterpart of the Congress for Cultural Freedom was the American Committee for Cultural Freedom. 
using foundations as conduits the CIA-controlled intellectual discourse in the 1950s and 60s and continues to do so today. This is the group of people that are running the world through the media. The CIA's Project Mockingbird involved the direct infiltration of the corporate media, a process that often included taking over of major news outlets. By the early 1950s, writes Deborah Davis in her book, Catherine the Great, the CIA only respected members of the New York Times, Newsweek, CBS, and other communication vehicles, plus stringers. For four to six hundred in all, in 1982, the CIA admitted on a congressional investigation that the reporters on the CIA payroll have acted as case officers to agents in the field. Philip Graham, the publisher of the Washington Post, who ran the operation until his <clears throat> suicide in 1963, boasted that you could get a journalist cheaper than a good call girl or a hooker or basically a whore for a couple of hundred dollars a month. Because there's evidence that the 60s drug counter including Laurel Canyon, the civil rights movement, the anti-war movement, and feminism were all CIA-directed. According to Mark Reibling, the CIA may have also used Timothy Leary, certainly the agency distributed LSD to Leary and other opinion makers in the 60s, and Leary made a generation of Americans turn away from active participation in society and cultural norms and the nuclear family and seek fulfillment within through drugs. And Gary Webb describes in the 1980s how the CIA flooded the black ghettos with cocaine right before he committed suicide by shooting himself in the head twice. Just thought I'd mention that. Nobody shoots themselves in the head twice by committing suicide. He was murdered. Okay, Feminism has done the most damage. There's a really delicate and fundamental relationship in society between men and women. It depends on the family. You know, if this is the kind of the red blood cell of society. Nobody with the interests of society at heart would try to divide men and women. Yet the, the lie that men have been exploited, have been exploiting women has become official orthodoxy. You know, man loves a woman. I mean, guys just like girls. I mean, it's the way it is. Girls are supposed to like guys. The first nature, the first thing that a man does, if he's an alpha male, now there aren't a lot of us left, but this is what you do if you're an alpha male, is you want to basically nurture and protect your wife. Now, Many of you guys are listening. You say, yeah, that's right. If somebody's going to mess with your wife, they're messing with you. That's how it is. Woman basically is happy as she's being protected. She loves her family and loves raising children and loves to support her husband. Now, there's some guys out there that are jerks. I got it. I got that. And women don't – I'm not picking on telling you that it's all you. No, it's not. There are a lot of guys that are absolute nightmares. They're horrible, especially the guys who have gotten themselves addicted to pornography and weird stuff, and they're just nuts and they lie. But then again, there are women too. That out there that have got themselves addicted to pornography and they're nuts and they lie. So they're trying to break down the fundamental fabric of society and they use Gloria Steinem to do this. Feminists has, have relentlessly advanced the idea that our inherent male and female characteristics are not real. Basically, they're just stereotypes and that, you know, being a transgender or a lesbian or a homosexual is the best way to go because remember, this is all Kabbalah. And they put weirdos like Rosie O'Donnell and Ellen DeGeneres and Katy Perry and Miley Cyrus up as, you know, our mentors for these young kids because these are the ones they want the young children to basically copy. And all of this has created personal confusion in how men are supposed to date women, how women are supposed to date men. And, and it's sad to me because what's happened is a lot of guys now have just pretty much stopped trying to date girls. I've got a good friend of mine. He's one of Austin's friends. He's like 30 years old, and he's got a child out of wedlock, and he's a great guy, and he basically has full custody of the child, and he's, he's a good friend. He's like a son to me. He's not dating anybody because he said it's almost impossible to find somebody who you can date who's not totally messed up in the head. And women say the same thing to me. 
It's almost impossible to find guys who you can date that aren't messed up in the head. This is all a result of cultural Marxism, guys. It's from the Frankfurt School that we've talked to you about that happened 90 years ago that came to the United States. And this is the group of people that have done this in the United States. They want to divide and conquer us, and they couldn't do it if we were together as a family unit. They couldn't. They had to break us apart. And they bring all these lies to us, and they start telling us all this crazy stuff, and we're supposed to believe it all. Look, look what's happened in medicine real quick. We now are finding more doctors that are confessing to intentionally diagnosing healthy people with cancer just to make money. I'm going to post these articles on the website. They tell somebody, oh, you have cancer. Oh, this will be an easy fix. We're going to do the surgery. And the test showed they didn't have cancer, or they showed it was inconclusive. But rather than running another test, they go ahead and diagnose it as full-blown cancer, and they go ahead and do the surgery, or the double mastectomy, or the chemotherapy, or the radiation, until they destroy the person's immune system and make hundreds of thousands of dollars in personal profit from it. <laughs> you think, well, they don't really do that. They really do that. The same, these are the same doctors who would continually inject children knowing that it causes autism. These are the same doctors that would tell you to take four or five boosters while they're watching all these people coming down with myocarditis and pericarditis and heart attacks and aortic dissection after they give them the injection saying, take more, take more, take more. My mother-in-law, she lives in a apartment over in Orlando, which is also part of an assisted living program. She needed that. She's 87 years old. She told us this week that she can't even go down to dinner anymore in the cafeteria where they give her free food because like everybody down there who goes down there is sick with covid i mean like the whole population of the entire hotel there they or they're living in their community center is basically sick with covid and she's like the only person there that hasn't been insanely vaccinated three times and suddenly she's saying i don't know what to do everybody's sick and everybody's dying and i said well yeah it's gonna get much 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 worse because of the lies that they're telling us with these reputed booster shots. Like, remember they told us years ago, you've got to take statins. You, gotta have, you have to take statin drugs because your cholesterol is over 150. <laughs> Gosh, this is so stupid. Your cholesterol should never go under 200. Under 200, all disease rates, including cancer, go through the roof. And you can't produce proper amounts of testosterone. Your libido goes through the floor. Plus, your brain goes to mush and your muscles start hurting. You start getting muscle destruction. It starts destroying your muscle tissue. <laughs> now it's really real. Another article just came out. It says taking statins raises the risk of type 2 diabetes by nearly a third. What? By one, by you have a 33% increase of coming down with type 2 diabetes if you take statin drugs. It's just a gift that keeps on giving. In our latest book, Eat Clean, Eat Drink and Be, uh, what was it called? Breakthrough Health, who I wrote several years ago now. And we talk about the top 10 drugs never to use. And the first drug on that list is don't ever put statin drugs in your body. Another one that we hear all the time to use is canola oil. You see it in everything. All the health foods have canola oil in it. Well, now the studies come out linking canola oil and the consumption of canola oil to Alzheimer's disease. I mean, gosh, guys, you know, and we've been told all of these things are supposed to be healthy for us. And I've told you so many times, you don't use corn oil, you don't use soy oil, you don't use canola oil. If any of those are in a product, I simply don't touch it, particularly canola oil and soy oil. you got to avoid this. It's really, really, really toxic. And it causes all types of problems. It makes the blood too thick. It's a horrible, horrible, horrible oil. It's made from the rapeseed, which basically is a toxic plant. And it's not a healthy product to put into your body. It's also used in shellacs and lacquers and paint thinners. <laughs> can't make it up. And they give it to us and put it in our food because I guess it doesn't kill you on the spot. But, guys, always stay frosty like Austin says. And always stay and hook yourself together and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can. But, guys, it's so important to understand that if we don't promote and teach Jesus, if we don't tell the people the truth about what's going on, at this point, 
we're going to be in a, in a serious, serious problem, which we already are in this country. Because, guys, the pastors aren't doing it. Now, I heard a really good pastor this morning. and He was kind of a radical. But I kind of like the guy. And John sent me, uh, John Bolton sent me the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the sermon. It's a little short, short quip. It, and he starts talking about, can you be a Democrat and be a Christian? And I, I'm, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna step on that, on your toes too much with that. Cause remember, I'm a political agnostic. I'm neither a Democrat or a Republican. I'm not any of those things. I'm a Christian. That's what I am. Now, I'm registered as a Republican because I'm not gonna vote anything on the Democratic ticket. Nothing. But the reality is, is this. I'm a political agnostic. I don't believe in the system anymore because of the voting fraud. I really don't because of what they've done, especially this 2020 election and what they've done. This is insanity. But, you know, we need to understand that if we continue to tell the truth, people are going to see the truth, hopefully, and they'll accept it, including the voting fraud of what's happened with the elections. But, you know, this thing right now with, you know, Gloria Steinem and all the things that's happened because of the Frankfurt School and how it's completely eroded the morals of the United States – we're all seeing it in Technicolor, and we're really finally starting to understand it. Also, here's an interesting thought. Washington gas stations have run out of gas, and now they're adding an extra digit on their tanks in anticipation of over $10 a gallon prices for fuel. That's already what it is in Europe. Now, what they do in Europe, in order not to have this ridiculous price of fuel, they basically break it into liters or quarts, a little over quarts a liter, and they sell it to you by the quart. So you may, we were paying 225, 230 a quart for fuel for a liter 10 years ago in Europe, over $10 a gallon. And that's what they want to do to the people here in the United States to extract the final money they can out of them as they collapse the stock market and collapse everything else around us. They really want to bring in this new world order. Not happening on my watch. I'm going to keep screaming and yelling like I do on the show all the time and telling you guys the truth of what's happening. And we're going to continue to glorify Jesus Christ for he's the only answer we have. For he is the author and he is the finisher and he is the perfecter of our faith. So I just want to give you a little bit of history today on Gloria Steinem and who she really was and how she was a CIA operative. I've covered that before a couple of years ago, but a lot of you don't understand the involvement of the CIA, which is a satanic organization, in the basically the destruction of the United States. And the CIA is controlled by the international banking cartels from the Kabbalists. I want to mention that to you again. Also, what do you think and what's your next story, bud? You're exactly right. The CIA, same thing as far as when you have Mossad. You have these groups in these different major countries that basically are the deep state, as they refer them to, and they are all based in Satanism. They are all designed to do the undercover dark work that nobody's supposed to know about. That's why you always hear the reference to CIA operatives as spooks. You hear that in movies. You hear that in letters. You hear that in comments. You hear that in research all the time. They use that term. Because they're like a ghost. They don't exist. Everything they do is clandestine. It's all designed to be behind the scenes. You're not supposed to do anything that anybody knows about. You're not supposed to admit to anything. You deny everything. That's what their mantra is. And so when you understand what they're doing and then you understand, okay, are these really the people that I'm going to listen to, that I'm going to let dictate my life, that I'm going to allow to come in and say, you have to do this because we told you to? The answers are resounding no. Answers no, 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 no. That's what I've said 50,000 times before when the whole COVID pandemic was going on. So the answer is just no. And I got in so many arguments, so many places kicked me out, so many issues everywhere. And it got old after a while. And you guys know a lot of y'all did the same thing. I talked to tons of customers and listeners that dealt with the same thing all over the country. And the difference with it is if more people collectively come together and say no, it makes a huge difference, i.e. example, Florida. 
when the vast majority of people said, you know what, we're not going to do this. We're still going to go to the beach. We're still going to go to spring break. We're still going to go here. We're still going to go there. Once everybody realized that this thing wasn't the bubonic plague that they tried to make it out to be from the beginning, remember the very beginning, and there's no doubt about it, the very beginning, the, the lie was so big and so great, and the media was so aggressive, and the stuff that we were hearing was so propagandized. Pretty much everybody at first was like, whoa, okay, what are we dealing with here? Take a step back. Let's kind of evaluate this. But when I knew the first thing that really got my attention as far as from another state was when I watched the photos of the paddleboarder being arrested off the coast of California by the police department in a boat because he was paddleboarding out there during an alleged mandatory lockdown and was arrested. That's when I really got it, and I was like, okay, this has nothing to do with public health. I said, at the end of the day, you don't have to force people to stay inside their home if they know there is a direct threat of a serious airborne virus that has a massive death rate. People are going to stay home. People are going to go, man, this thing's got a 50% death rate. I'm not doing that. I said, the only reason you have to mandate and arrest people and force them to stay in their homes and shut down their business is because you know it does not have that level of a death rate, and you're trying to scare them into submission. That's it. Any other time, why in the world are you using personnel to go engage somebody on a paddleboard that's off the coast that's not bothering anybody and possibly infect multiple police officers and or the paddleboarder because this thing has such a high death rate and is so risky? The answer is you wouldn't. You wouldn't risk the law enforcement. You wouldn't risk the paddleboarder's life. You would say, this thing's on a 50% death rate. There's three officers arresting one man. That means statistic probability two of those individuals that are involved in that four-man engagement are going to get sick and die from this virus just because they're taking the time out to arrest him off the coast. But nobody wanted to use deductive reasoning on that. Everybody goes, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. The CDC and Fauci said we have to stay home. So that means we have to stay home, Austin. And you have to wear a mask. That's it. And you have to stand six feet apart from people. The answer was why? Oh, the CDC said so. Well, the CDC has already been found to be one of the most fraudulent alphabet agencies. They're right up there. Well, they're not quite up there with ATF. I think ATF probably takes the cake on being the most unconstitutional, illegal alphabet agency in the country. But they're right underneath them. they're, They're sharing the cake with them. And so, again, it makes you have to question everything. Yesterday, I saw the Freudian slip with the dumb one, the President George W. Bush, came in and he said, we've decried the wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. Uh, I mean Ukraine. <laughs> I started laughing. I went, oh, oh, you, you mean you're referring to your invasion of Iraq that you know is a complete and total sham, and that was a giant Freudian slip. He said that, flat out said that. Didn't have to come out, oh, I, I meant Ukraine. He's not real bright. It's obviously, again, it shows you the level of insanity that we've put up with over the last 20 years now. And again, it shows you why. Civil disobedience is absolutely mandatory in situations like this. You look back at the Revolutionary War and instances that occurred, and you read stories, and you read engagements, and you read all the stuff that happened, and that was one of the key primary incidents. Remember, when the British were over here, the Redcoat tyranny, and they were over here, they just arbitrarily told people what they had to do. They said, you're colonialist. We are above you. We are basically your leader. You are peasants. 
If we want to come into your tavern and we want to run up a $50 tab and nobody's going to pay it, you're just going to eat the tab because you're doing it for the King George. If you say something we don't like or you push one of our red coats, we're going to put you in the stockade. We may possibly execute you. We may turn around and take all of your land and your tavern just to prove a point that you're not allowed to put hands on a red coat. That's what they did over here. That's why the colonists got so emboldened and became so aggressive and said, we are willing to die before we put up with this any longer. We will not live under tyranny anymore. And they proved their point. And I mean, it was pretty much the war of attrition. Again, the same thing we saw before. Basically, King George ran out of money, couldn't keep funding the war. The United States Patriots were saying, well, pretty much you're going to either kill all of us <laughs> or you're going to stop what you're doing. And ensued. You saw what happened in history. But this is, again, where people have to start taking that mantra and that ideology and start saying, okay, how far are we going to willing to let this go? That's why the Ministry of Truth, they looked at the algorithms. I guarantee you they looked at the algorithms. And they said, dude, this is not going well. Like every single tweet's negative for this whole thing with Homeland Security. And we got – Tweeting Ministry of Truth. I mean, we got people referencing George Orwell's book to this new disinformation we're putting together. We got 500 memes of this Nina on here doing TikTok clown shows, and she's supposed to be the one leading it. This this is a fiasco, guys. This is a fiasco. You guys completely and totally ruined this. We wanted to have more New World Order control, and y'all ruined this one. We got to start back over again. And they will. This won't be the end of it. This is just a, a short, you know, win. But again, it means you have to look at it further, look at what they're going to do down the road and why they're doing it. This is why it's so important. Like Dad said, I saw an article earlier too, talking about seven cases of monkeypox have been found now, talking about bird flus popping up. They're going to keep this stuff going, guys. It's, it's constant fear. It's like the reference in the movie The First Hunger Games. And he goes, fear is one of the easiest ways to control people. And the only other thing that's more effective than fear is hope. You got to give them a little, little bit of hope. Oh, the COVID's almost done now. COVID's almost over. The restrictions are almost done. We're almost back to normal. Remember, they did this for two years during COVID. Oh, next month. Does anybody forget that? Oh, June. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about lifting the stuff off. We're gonna extend the mask mandate one more month. We're gonna do it one more month. Oh, June comes along. Uh, you know what? We've seen the cases uptick again. We're gonna take this to August now. We're almost there, guys. Keep going through this. And I remember that's what people kept telling me. It's almost over. So just wear the mask and get it over with. Mm, that's going to be a hard no for me, boss. That's not going to be anywhere where I'm going. The problem is I told you this analogy, and I've said it so many times, and it's factual, and I've never been wrong about it. The only thing and the only way to handle an overaggressive bully is basically hitting them right in the face. Complying with a bully does not work. If he comes up to you every day and says, I'm taking your lunch money, and you go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If I give you my lunch money today, will you leave me alone tomorrow? Yeah, sure, that's fine. Give me your money today, and I'll leave you alone tomorrow. Next day, tomorrow shows up. Give me your lunch money. He said, dude, I thought you said tomorrow. Good. No, I lied. Give me your money again. You give me your money again. After a couple months, you're going to realize that it's not going to stop. The only thing that's going to stop is you're going to have to get a full-blown fist fight with him. And you may get your butt whooped. You may get hit in the face. I promise you it's not the end of the world. It's not going to kill you in most cases. But again, I promise you, the next time he shows up, after you hit him as hard as you can in the nose, he's going to go, man, you know what? I don't really need that kid's lunch money anymore. I don't think I'm going to bother him anymore. That that actually really hurt getting hit in the face. It's like Mike Tyson used to say, 
Everybody talks big and everybody has a plan so they get hit in the face. Now, I'm not a huge Mike Tyson fan, but that statement was probably one of those accurate things he ever said. Everybody talks big. Everybody has a plan until they get hit in the face. And it goes the same mantra you've seen with everything else that's going on right now. Everybody wants to talk big online. Everybody wants to talk big while they're walking around and keyboard typing and, oh, I'm not going to comply with this. I'm not going to comply with that. And then all of a sudden they walk into a store. Oh, sir, you got to put a mask on right now. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, put, put my mask on. I don't want any conflict. And then they'll get right back on the keyboard. I will, I will never submit to tyranny. I will never give up my guns. I will never comply. They go back out to Walmart. Put your mask on. Oh, sorry. I'll put my mask on. Stand six feet away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I'll stand six feet apart. Get in line. Don't say anything. Okay, I'm sorry. I've watched it happen repeatedly. Everybody's big talk until it times to actually do something. And I mean, it was like the same thing that happened when I got dealt with it, doggone, that last time I was at Disney, downtown Disney. Doggone, I had seven security guards and law enforcement surround me and my family. They said, dude, you need to disarm. And I said, I'm not disarming. I said, this is not going well for any of us. I said, well, what do you guys do? There's seven of you and one of me. Is this really necessary force? You have to disarm your firearm or you have to leave the park. I said, okay. I said, I'll leave. Okay, if you leave, we're escorting you off the premises immediately. Okay, that's fine. So I'm not complying. I'm not giving you my firearm. I said, I am an American citizen, and I'm legally carrying a firearm with a concealed carry permit in the state of Florida. But now, once you understand that Disney does not have to abide by Florida law because they were their own entity, their own private island under Reedy Creek, you realize how they can do those things and get away with them, and they don't even get sued or get in trouble or get anything. This is why I was so glad when DeSantis signed that. So again – you have to push things. You have to get on the offensive sometimes. You have to call things out for what's really going on, and you have to be vocal about the truth, and you have to be vocal about your convictions because, quite frankly, the left and their communist regime, they're not being quiet about it, guys. Look what they've been doing in the transgender ideology and the tyrannical agenda. They're the last ones that are quiet, but they want you to be quiet so you're not in opposition to them. That's why they want to censor everybody. That's why the last thing you can ever do is comply with a bully and censor yourself. You have to be as vocal as they are and throw it back at them and show them that you will give them a rebuttal back and you will not comply with their demands to go along with their perversion. What do you think, Dad? What's your next story? Well, you know, this show is <laughs> this show is so politically incorrect, it's ridiculous. And uh, what I tell people about the show, and I say, look, uh, if you want to listen to our show, we told the guy yesterday, I said, number one, you got to realize that this thing's politically incorrect. I said, number two is extremely Christian. And I said, so if either of those things offends you, you don't need to listen to this. Like today's show, because of what I talked about with the feminism, I've said very clearly that this show is not for everyone. Because a lot of times we'll put down, this is a high-energy, must-listen show. Uh, but this is one of those that it's not. It's not a – it is a high-energy show, and it must be listening to for people who want to hear it. But you put a dog on Snowflake on today's show or a weirdo on today's show, uh, they're going to start you know, passing out and you know, having conniption fits and screaming and yelling because they won't know what to do with this show. You talk about feminism and the New World Order and Gloria Steinem and, you know, and, and, and sexism and all the crazy stuff they promoted and all the transgender stuff. This stuff's, this show's out there. And we, we're the only people that talk about it, I guess. I mean, I mean, I guess other people do talk about it a little bit, but then they, then they lie and they give you 80% information and 20% lies. Now, I'm going to say something to you that I, I don't normally do. And this, this is really important. I want you to go to the May 18th, Wednesdays, 2022 Health Masters feed at the Health Masters website, Wednesday, May the 18th, 2022.
2022. And I've, the second from the bottom, there's a link that I've put in there that says, this is a must watch, must watch the satanic origins of the CIA psychological alternative media operations. I'm going to repeat it again. Okay. It's going to be at the bottom of the Wednesday, May the 18th, 2022 news feed. And it's called, this is a must watch the satanic origins of the CIA psychological alternative media operations. I watched this yesterday. It's about an hour. And I don't normally do that. I tell you guys to watch something. I want you to watch this. Because many of you have asked me, because this, this video names names of people out there in alt media that are phonies. Okay. I'm not going to do that on this show. Don't need a liability exposure from it. This video picks it up and takes it back all the way to Timothy O'Leary. It goes into detail about Aleister Crowley. It talks about how the CIA is involved in it and what they did from a psychological operation standpoint. And it names names of alt media people that are pretty big names that are basically on that payroll. Now, that's between you and your decision-making process, whether you believe them or not. But this was a must-watch. And I've sent it to my friends who are basically uh, on my text messages. And I'm doing this with you guys in depth so you guys can watch the entire video and listen to all of it from the beginning of it to the end and everything will start making sense and one of them basically he they was in fact i sent it to uh, dr lee merritt yesterday and she goes well why would they take these big shows and you know compromise them and basically have them tell the truth of what things some things are and i said to give them recognition to give them the ability to get a huge platform and get a lot of views people start listening to them they'll throw them a big bone and they'll let them basically have confidential information that nobody else has ever been able to videotape or whatever and then that way they can use them from that point forward to put out disinformation very very important you watch this video guys i love you i appreciate you so very very much you guys are absolutely amazing remember jesus is our answer for everything always remember that i prayed for you guys this morning and i really really appreciate you you guys are family and the bible it says I want to remember you in my prayers because basically I think about you often. I do. Every single day I think about you and I pray for you on a regular basis. I love you. Austin, finish it up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And, you know, more stuff continues to occur with what we saw now with this, this baby formula. We're finding out more and more now. This is a very, very controlled shortage on purpose, as we called it from the beginning, as our, one of our state representatives in Florida told you guys about earlier this week went to Texas border and found one of the main warehouses stocked up to the ceiling with pallets of baby formula waiting on migrants to come in. They're expecting now they're saying around 230 to 250,000 migrants to come through the first month that this basically section 42 gets lifted. And what's interesting about this is now I had multiple people send me emails and photos, videos from Canada, from the Dominican Republic, from other parts of the world where Baby formula is just fine. Dominican Republic shelves are all fine in there. Really fine. No shortage at all. Stocked up. No issue at all. I went on Amazon just to see, and I go on Amazon in the United States, and, you know, it's insanity. The first thing I click on here is Earth, or basically organic baby food. First one pops up, currently unavailable, currently unavailable. Babies only sensitive toddler formula, $98 a can. Another one here. a can. A bunch of them out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Like 22 results. 22 results. That's it. There's nothing. Organic baby food. And then you start going through here and you start going, okay, well, then I had somebody tell me. They said, change your location to Canada. 
it's only yesterday. It's told uh, sharing this on her Instagram account, St Brower. So I'm here, and I put baby formula organic, over ten thousand results, everything in stock. Eight seventy eight for complete pediatric organic blend. Twenty eight for good start bone depart. Spa stuffs in you know it's got French basis to it because it's French label because it's in Canada. Twenty five dollars, nineteen dollars, thirty dollars, eighteen dollars, thirteen dollars, twenty three dollars. All in stock, page after page after page after page. Anybody else questioning now whether or not this is a controlled effort to short the market as far as with baby formula in the United States? It had nothing to do with the recall, guys. It had nothing to do with them trying to prevent people or a baby from getting sick because one child got sick and died from an infection when they were using one specific type of formula. They shut down an entire factory for months. This ain't it, guys. Trust me, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, and that's why I've encouraged people, make sure you're staying prepped for anything you need. Healthmasters.com for all your needs. Got another batch of the meat buckets in yesterday. They keep trickling in more and more. Been getting it out to everybody. If you need anything, be sure to stock up now while the prices are still moderately decent as stuff is continuing to go up from all our suppliers. And I'm eating a lot of the cost now continually for months to make sure people have a chance, but it only goes so far. Diesel hitting 6 $7 a gallon now. It's not going to stop. So continue to stay prepped, stay healthy, stay strong, continue to exercise, my friends. you need anything, again, be sure to check out the website, the Magnesium Brain Food Capsules coming in right now. It's going to be a secondary option and if you don't want to use the powder, so be sure to check it out as a new option. And the Ultimate Multiple Capsules on May Super Sale for 25% off. Thank you again for your support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.